What a great introduction for the psalm that I have picked and some thoughts that I have on it. Please turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 23. Psalm 23. I've used this psalm in the past. It's certainly one of my favorites and a favorite of many in here. Today I want to approach it from a different point of view and look at the psalm in its entirety and pull out a few points from it and see if I can't continue to convict us and to uplift us and to encourage us in our worship of the Lord this day. Follow along with me, meditate as I read this psalm to you, thinking about the man that wrote it, the things that he went through in his life, and then apply them to your state in life. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23. Our beloved brother David wrote these words. This is a different psalm in many respects to uh, some of his psalms. He went through so many different things in his life that he put out psalms at different times and therefore had different emphasis. This psalm changes into more of poetry, of an inner workings of his heart that he wanted to express to the Lord about the good things the Lord had done for him. You can see this psalm is one of, of great blessing, of comfort, of peace, of faith, of confidence in God and what the Lord had done for him. Let's look at just a few of these statements from David. I have focused on the first few words of this in times past, so I'll jump to I shall not want. Where do you find yourself in life? Are you wanting something? Or have you learned in whatsoever state you are therewith to be content? Has godliness caused you to be content? Or are you still looking around for things on this earth? One of my favorite phrases in this psalm is the first four of verse 3. The first four words of verse 3. He restoreth my soul. David could certainly say this. For many times in his life, he had found that he needed restoration again. I ask you, has the Lord ever restored your soul? He certainly has mine. Praise be to his name and his mercy. As we move down to verse 4, he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. David had walked through the valley of the shadow of death. We have not. We have not experienced this to the same degree that he has, if any degree. He walked through the valley of the shadow of death as he walked out to face Goliath, although with confidence there was a giant in front of him. He walked through the valley of the shadow of death when he was in the presence of the king of the Philistines and had to feign himself mad and pray for the Lord's deliverance there. He found himself chased by Saul throughout his life, and many times in that valley of the shadow of death. But yet he says, 
I will fear no evil. The world likes to say no fear. And the only time we can say that is we're not going to fear evil because we fear the Lord and trust his goodness. A a phrase I want us to focus on as, as I wrap up in just a moment is going to be my cup runneth over. Here's David. Here's a man. Let me, let me read a little description that I wrote down about David. Here's a man that was forgotten by his father as Samuel came to anoint him. He was made fun of by his, by his brothers when he came out to see how the war was going. He was chased from his home by Saul and even his own family. He was hunted like an animal for many years. He was embarrassed by his family later in his life. His closest friend was killed, Jonathan. And much, much more. But yet he could say, my cup runneth over. Amen. We have been called by the Father to be joint heirs with the Son, promised a mansion, protected by a more sure word of prophecy, put in a church of brethren of like precious faith, with Jesus telling us he will never leave us nor forsake us, and much, much more. How does that compare to this David that could say his cup runneth over? How much more our cup and it running over? So I ask you, how do we compare to this man? How is our life so much better than his? We've been given so much in the way of truth, of the way, in the way of faith, peace, and hope. We have the written word of God, yes. which in and of itself is an overrunning cup. Amen. I ask you again, with your cup running over, what does that cause in your heart? Does that cause you to wax fat and kick? Does that cause you to grow comfortable and complacent in your state of life? Or does it cause you, like it did our brother David, to want to build the house of the Lord and yes. make it exceeding magnificent? Yes. That should, that's what should come from our heart. In the day and time that we live in, we have much comfort and leisure. This is a ploy of the devil to cause us to grow weary and sleep. We should use these blessings as an opportunity and a privilege to find ourselves positioned for success in this life. We've been given so much. We've been set up to be very successful. We've had much of the care that martyrs that have gone before us taken out of the way. We do not have to resist to to the death. What we have to resist is the flesh and the world around us. And we've been put in a position with the witty inventions that he's given us and with this congregation to be able to overcome those temptations and those frustrations and those evils. To be in a church that preaches God's word with fellow believers and to have the abundance of the truth that he's given us, we have an obligation, and I hope for all of us in here, an opportunity to rise to that occasion and to bring forth him the fruits that he deserves. Now I ask you, it was mentioned last week, there was the parable of the pound. Because you're in this house this day, you've been given a pound. What are you doing with your pound? Are you looking to give the Lord a napkin? Or are you looking to give him ten more just like it? He certainly deserves the ten more. He's an austere man. He deserves the ten more, and he's coming to get it. But he sits in this room right now, through his angels and through the Holy Spirit, looking into your hearts to see if you've come up with any additional pounds yet. We've certainly been given enough to give him back the pounds that he deserves. This psalm looks into the heart of a man. 
They went through many trials and tribulations, but yet got to the point where he could say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I want to tie, my cup runneth over. And he said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Your cup runs over. Are you desiring to dwell in the house of the Lord forever? What does your cup running over elicit out of you? This day we have an opportunity to show from the abundance of the good things the Lord's done for us through our heart, through our mouths, and through our actions to show that truth, truly he has blessed us. He has given much to us. What are we giving back to him? We have an opportunity right now to show his goodness through us and all that we do.